From the Pamela Family Podcast Network, you're listening to Faith and Family Statehouse Update. I am Joshua Putnam, president of Palmetto Family. The commercial sex industry continues to drive human trafficking in South Carolina. For years, laws and law enforcement have focused their attention on the supply side of the problem, the pimps and even the victims themselves. But recently, South Carolina leaders have taken a new approach to this problem by turning their attention to the demand. The reasoning is quite simple. By exponentially increasing penalties for those who solicit sex, the Johns, as they are called, will be less likely to make purchases, thus decreasing the demand. Senator Katrina Sheely understands this line of thinking and has introduced S-194 to increase penalties in South Carolina. Here's what she has to say about the problem of human trafficking in South Carolina and how her bill will help alleviate the problem. Well, today we're joined with um, Senator Katrina Sheely. Um, she represents Lexington County um, in the South Carolina Senate. And we're talking about a very important bill that you've introduced this year that has already made its way through the Senate. It is currently in a House Judiciary Committee. We're hoping it's going to get a hearing this morning and get reported out to the House floor and hopefully get a vote maybe this week on that bill. And that bill is S-194. Um, and we'd love for you to kind of explain kind of what the bill does, but it really kind of targets on sex trafficking and and really going after some of our weak laws with prostitution and really um, going after that very dark practice in South Carolina. So would you would you like to explain it to our listeners? Certainly, and um, thank you for letting me talk about this bill because I think it's very important. What this bill would do is separate the offenses of pro- prostitution and procuring or soliciting prostitution and, and increase the penalties for those who procure or solicit for prostitution. Yes. So that would be like the Johns or the person purchasing yes. prostitution. Mm-hmm. For the first offense, you must be fined 250 to $1,000 or imprisoned for not more than 30 days or mm-hmm. both. For the second offense, you must be fined 500 to $3,000 or imprisoned not more than six months or both. And for the third or subsequent offense, you must be fined 1000 or $5,000 or imprisoned not more than one year or both. The bill would also change the language to be gender neutral because right now it's considering that all prostitution people are females, yeah. that everybody that commits prostitution is a female. And we know that nowadays that's not true. And so it would change it from female to person. Yeah. The bill would add the pro- prohibition against offering oneself for the purpose of prostitution to the prostitution statute, it would be an affirmative defense to prostitution if the defendant was a victim of trafficking. Okay. So a lot of people that are charged yeah. with prostitution are actually victims of sex trafficking. Yes. The bill would also add that a minor under the age of 18 could not be charged with prostitution because a lot of times children are caught up in this, yeah. you know, prostitution, sex trafficking, you know, crime. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're sent away to the Department of Juvenile Justice, and then they have this on their record for life. They can't get away mm-hmm. from it. When they really are victims themselves, they're not criminals. They're yeah. victims. And what we're trying to do is get away from that. Yeah. Um, finally, a person who violates the statute with regard to someone who is severely or profoundly mentally disabled may be punished up to two years and are a 1000 to $5,000 fine. So people that... Um, 
abuse somebody because it's really abuse. Yeah. Someone who's mentally or physically disabled, the penalty is greater. Okay. Which it should be. Yes. Well, and I think for our listeners to know, um, obviously we we have a problem with sex trafficking in the state. And really, for our listeners to know, what drives that is just commercial sex. And that's just prostitution on the side of the street. And in South Carolina, we have such weak laws around prostitution. So we're we're creating this environment. We're creating the demand um, that leads into sex trafficking, where you actually have people selling um, kids into sex slavery. Um, and, and you see these kind of pop up shops with even some of the day spas and all that kind of stuff that is really kind of run very shadily um, that are being busted for sex trafficking. And all that kind of goes back to the founding principle of this bill, and that's just commercial sex. Right. Um, I don't think people realize how much sex trafficking and prostitution there is in South Carolina, especially in South Carolina's coastal area. You know, Uh it's really, really bad. And it's it's children. And people are bringing... um, Children across state lines, they're bringing them into South Carolina. You know, we've tried to get truckers and and people that are at truck stops to look out for these uh, children because that's where a lot of these people are bringing these children across state lines and and bringing them into the prostitution business. Yes. And people need to be aware of what's happening. And these these kids can be as young as, you know, 9, 10 years old. I mean— this is a crime, and first of all, these children are victims. They're yeah. not prostitutes. Yeah. They're victims. And I think that's important for our listeners to know how this bill draws that line between the person who is victimizing that person and really shows that that person that's in that industry is most times forced into that industry. It is not by their own choosing. So it, it draws that very distinctive line of, of drawing them into separate sides where we're not going after the person that is already being victimized, that we hopefully get that person into better treatment and rehab and, and get them back into society. And so I re- we really commend your your um, wisdom on making sure that we protect the victims and really see them as victims and see the people that are doing this horrendous crime to them and really going after them. Because in South Carolina right now, you can get a higher speeding ticket than you can with, with buying commercial sex, which That's is right. just kind of mind-boggling. Um, we're one of the weakest states when it comes to that. I know Georgia and other states, they've been kind of reevaluating um, their sex trafficking laws and, and their penalties for commercial sex and really been aggressive about that. So it's really exciting to see your leadership on this effort to really kind of bring South Carolina up with what other states are doing with how they're combating and they're saying, okay, gosh, this is what's leading to sex trafficking. We really need to go after the root source because sometimes in government, we kind of look at okay, well, this is the bad thing. We're going to kind of address that. But we actually never dive down and actually do um, our due diligence to actually figure out what's causing the problem. Right. What we've been doing is we've been putting the prostitutes or what we call the prostitutes in jail. We've been making them pay the penalty a lot of times when they're children. Yeah. And these children can be rehabilitated. Yeah. We, you know, what we've done is we, we make put, we'll put them into a system where they can be rehabilitated, where they can get services where we can find an answer to their problem, get them out of the system, get them out of sex trafficking, help Mm -hmm. them, you know, to turn their life around, where in the past what we've done is just throw them them into the system, lock them up, put them in DJJ or or some system where they're not, it's only going to get worse. Yes, When they get out, where are they going to go? They're going to go back to the streets. Yeah. Because they've, well, they've got a 
uh, record now. Record, yeah, and that's what, I mean, you're, the state is kind of victimizing those victims again. I mean, where they don't have ability to ever get out of that industry now because we've, we've added all these criminal records on them. I mean, for them to go find gainful employment that's not in the sex trade um, is almost impossible from that standpoint because it's just bad kind of, um, I guess, um, on the state's part of really kind of going after the victims and not really seeing them as victims. Right. So what we're hoping is this morning that yeah. uh, the uh, House subcommittee is going to pass it out yeah. this afternoon. They're going to yeah. pass it out a full committee. And yeah. I've been promised, which I hope it's true, that go. tomorrow is going to go to the floor and we're going to get this done this year. Yes. That it doesn't go you know, go yeah. on any longer so we can actually put this into work. Uh, and this is not a controversial thing. I mean, this is very clean cut. I mean, very clear, very precise piece of legislation. I mean, sometimes you can get bills that are very complex and deal with a lot of subjects. I mean, this is very tightly drawn. I think you did it on purpose and, and rightfully so to make sure that it, it's just common sense. Yeah, what um, I've found not, is if, yeah. you, if you draw it like it's supposed to be written and you don't include too many things, yeah. you can get it done. Yeah. And something else for our listeners to realize is with the opium epidemic, we've even seen stuff in the news where where people, parents are literally selling their kids to play off drug debts, uh, which is just it's horrible to think of that. But, I mean, we're right now in society, even in South Carolina, we're, we're suffering and we're seeing sex trafficking from a many different angles. That's and so true. I think that's what's important about this bill. It moves us in that right step. Um, it's a great foundation that you're laying here. Um, and it's exciting that it already have gotten out of the Senate. Um, we've got a couple more days in a legislative session. We can get this passed, signed into the law by the governor. So we just want to, once again, to thank you for this. Um, for our listeners to know, once again, it's Senate Bill 194. Um, it's already made it through the Senate. It's in the House. Uh, please call your House representatives and, and urge them to support this bill this year. Thank you very yep. much. Appreciate okay. your help. Yep. Thank you, Senator. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. To stay up to date on all the issues affecting your faith and family, subscribe to Faith and Family Statehouse Update on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, be sure to give us a good rating and leave us a positive review. Find bonus content in every episode of Faith and Family Statehouse Update at palmettofamily.org backslash statehouseupdate. This episode was mixed and produced by Briley Hughes. From the Pamela Family Studio in beautiful South Carolina, thanks for listening to this episode of Faith and Family Statehouse Update. We'll see you next week.